0: I have a very special episode for you today. This is a bonus episode. My very dear friend, Chelsea Joe, invited me onto her podcast, the Systemize Your Life podcast. And we are talking about simple swaps to nourish your body with everyday food and drinks so that you can feel better and get more done. Super excited. There's a lot there. We're just going to jump right in. Welcome to the Road to Living Whole podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I help people diagnosed with chronic disease figure out how to eat so you can live life again. This podcast is going to teach you my realistic approach to eating well with chronic disease plus all the lifestyle strategies that are essential to truly having the life you dream of. Need a friend to help you plan meals, navigate the complicated healthcare system, and regain confidence again? I see you friend, and I have the answers you've been seeking. Grab your kombucha notebook. Let's dive in.
1: Hi, friends. I am so excited to be here on the show. I have an incredible guest today that's going to fill you with so much information that truly is going to bless you in so many ways. But I also want to tell you that this is a very near and dear special friend of mine. Marion, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got here on my podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I'm Marion
0: Mitchell. I am an integrative nutrition health coach. I just started my own podcast with the pushing of Chelsea, who is one of my very best friends. And she is actually the person who got me started on this whole journey. We met in the break room at our interpreting job and she was always eating these foods and she was thin and she was glowing, this vibrant health. And I was like, what do you do? She taught me how to cook. And then I just kind of took it and ran with it. And now I'm the coach and I am just so excited to be here. I've been part of the group forever. I've been here since the beginning. And it's just, Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to get to talk about food, which is my favorite subject.
1: Yeah. So it's just, it's really funny. So Marian is one of my longest, long-time best friends. We both have been sign language interpreters forever. And that's how we met uh, way back in the day. And then she started just like you said, uh, just like she just told you this whole like business. And I remember like having her over in my little condo and we would cook and we would just have like these girls nights long before we had children um, it just was so crazy how things have all developed. And then Marian's watched me have a podcast for the last two years. And finally she had that tug, which everyone ends up doing <clears throat> that has any kind of online business. Cause it's so great. So that's how we ended up here. And I'm so excited that we finally have an opportunity to really pour into your life as a systemize your life listener and member of our community, because this truly is one of the number one ways that I have learned to be super productive in my life. And it's how I nourish myself. And so many times Mary and I are constantly chatting back and forth. They don't get to see each other in person all that much. Cause it's like that meme. That's like, hi, we're adult friends. Can I schedule time with you? in T minus six weeks from now. <laughs> oh no, sorry. All of our children need to be in 12 places at once. That's great. We'll just text some more, <laughs> but We're constantly texting about the simple things that we do to be able to nourish ourselves. And there's so many ways to go about this. So today, what we're going to be talking about, um, are simple swaps that you can make with your drinks, the things that you're drinking all day long. And we've broken these down into categories. And then we're also going to be talking about foods, which you can come back and grab the second part of the series tomorrow. So because we have so much to say, we decided to break this into two episodes. So let's go ahead and dive in. We're both going to talk about our favorite simple swaps here, but Marion's actually going to go into why this is important and kind of give us some education, um, behind what this looks like. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, and I'm going to give you the high level categories here. We're going to be talking about your water, your coffee, smoothies, slash juicing, any kind of tea. And then these flavored drinks that is all the craze. And I'm going to give you We're both going to give you some really practical, everyday solutions to make these things much, much more nutritious. So, we're not asking you to go out and do something new or not. All we're asking you is to look at this. And inside of our solutions, you're going to find things inside of our swaps. You're going to find things that could be really simple. And then you're going to find things that might be like, Next level, like maybe things that Marion and I are doing because we've been down this road for so many years now. So don't feel like you have to take every single one of these and start doing them right away. It's just little by little and day by day. This is how you can begin to grow how much you're able to nourish yourself. Okay, let's start with water. Marion, what are your swaps? What do you suggest for people that? are a not getting enough water and B want to make their water more nutritious. Well, before we dive into that, can I talk about
0: why they want to drink more water? Cause I find yeah. people hate drinking water. They hate it. I don't know why I don't get it, but I hear it all the time. I, I meet with clients all the time. I do consults all the time. I talk to people about food and they're just like, oh, I hate water. It tastes bad. But the reason you want to drink it is it really does impact your energy. If you're feeling like you have low energy all day, it could be that you're just mildly dehydrated. If you're struggling with headaches or maybe bad breath, or maybe you like have super bad muscle cramps in the middle of the night, you can't think straight. It could literally be related to the fact that you're mildly dehydrated. You may not have that dry throat that we associate with it, but you just don't have enough. I found when, um, when I'm working, I don't drink enough water either. And by the end of the day, I'm like, why do I feel like crap? Probably because I need to drink like 32 Mm -hmm. ounces of water.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other thing too is just like what the health of your skin looks like. Oh yeah. And your lips, like how how dehydrated is like when you want that fullness in your face and you want your skins to actually not feel like it's leather, that has a lot to do with how much you're hydrating yourself. And here's like a really great rule of thumb that I have always used and I learned this back whenever I was pregnant and I had some swelling in my feet and my midwife was like, how much hydration are you getting? And so I said, well, what counts as water intake? And then these were her three rules. And I've lived by them ever since it has to be uncaffeinated, not carbonated and no fake or real sugars in it. Right. So these are some of the things that you can do. That's not just, oh, I want to drink water all day. That just tastes boring. (laughs) Marion, what are your three things? Um, I love to add fruit and herbs,
0: like, especially in the summer, I add a lot of fruit and herbs. I cut them up. They're organic, wash them, shove them in there and just like, let it sit all day, pack it under some ice so that I'm not like spitting, drinking it and then trying to like spit it out or chew it or whatever. That's my big one. My second one, I like water. I need a cup with a straw. If I have to pick up a cup and put the water in my face, I don't drink it. It like gets in the way of me typing and gets in the way of me looking at things. It's hard for me. I just don't like it. I drink from a straw. So I have a big metal cup with a lid and a straw. And then again, I just like water. Most people don't like to wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. So what I recommend is drinking half of your water before lunch and the rest of it before dinner. And you want to drink half of your body weight, divide it in half. That's the number of ounces you want to drink in a day.
1: Yeah. So if you weigh 200 pounds, then you want a hundred ounces of water in a day. If you weigh hundred pounds, then you want 50 ounces of water a day. Don't make me do math on any other (laughs) numbers, (laughs) but so, okay. Somebody's like, what are you talking about? Herbs in my water? What is this? What does this look like? What are you, what's your favorite go-to? I love to do blackberry and sage. It just mm. tastes really good to
0: me. I actually do have on my website. I have a blog that I have six recipes. So it's like strawberry and lemon. There's like rosemary in there. There's like I just use all these different things because I don't like cucumber and mint. So that's a really popular. That's one my favorite I know, one. <laughs> I know it's your favorite, and I I I'm like, ugh, don't like it. Don't like it. So I I like the more fruity stuff uh, <laughs> versus the more like I guess I call that savory. So I, I do, I can give you that and you can put it in the show notes.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. So my three are first and foremost, not drinking tap water in Arizona. Like our water literally tastes like dirt slash pool water. It's so chlorinated. It's just, it's not like we live in one of the top biggest cities in the country. And so tap water is just not great. The things that are in tap water, if this is the only thing that you do, right. Or maybe it's just the only thing that you do from this category is to get a big cup with a straw. So you're just drinking more. And then maybe you do that for a few months and you've done it consistently. And then you're ready to move on to something else to make your water more nutritious. Right. And that's what we really want you to kind of hear as we're talking through this, but the next step honestly could be, to not drink tap water. And if you're drinking it out of your refrigerator filter, that's great. But are you changing those filters as often as you should, are you getting high quality filters? What are they filtering out? I love my gravity filter. It's just like a large um, stainless steel decanter that sits on my counter. Um, Berkey is a great brand Uh, They're a little bit more pricey and mine is the pure company and they're a little bit more inexpensive. It's just a gallon. Yes. We have to refill it two and three times a day. um, But it was cost effective for our family and the water tastes amazing. My second thing is that I do to make my water new more nutritious is I don't use plastic. I'm either drinking out of glass or I'm drinking out of stainless steel because those plastics are continually leaching into your water and they're putting these very, very small micro particles of toxins and chemicals into your bloodstream via your digestive tract, right? These are things that we don't pay attention to, but I promise you, the second you start drinking out of glass, you're going to be like, oh, I'm taking care of myself today. (laughs) And it's just like this win, right? It's, it's the small things that matter. And then My other favorite swap for making my water more nutritious. And I'm talking about like actually giving myself nutrients and energy to be productive is to not consume sparkling water all day long. There's so many of us that want to just have that bubbly sensation, but you really, really do need to have that as like your treat on top of getting in hydration, through something that is not carbonated. So regular water, like I love my flavored waters, but honestly, the temperature is what matters to me. Blaine's like, I will not make your water for you because I don't know how many ice cubes is too many and how many ice cubes is too few. You are too sassy. I like refrigerated water. I like cold water without ice in it. I can't I disagree. <laughs> I can't.
0: <laughs> I love my water so- warm. The only time I like it cold is in July and August. Like yeah, right I used now i like that too I have, I warm up my water before I put it in my cup and I go to work. Cause if I drink cold water and I'm cold, like I have like fuzzy socks on
1: right now and it's like what 60, I'm freezing <laughs> little an Arizona native little what we call desert rats. Okay. So that, those are our tips for water. Let's move on to coffee. Dun, dun, dun. How do we make coffee more nutritious? No, we're not going to tell you to stop dreamy, drinking coffee, but Marianne, tell us about what makes coffee. Such a problem for so many people in the first place. Yeah.
0: So there's a, the biggest one I see is it's their breakfast replacement. They're putting a a, a ton of uh, creamer, and it's like the chemical filled creamer. I can't even think of the brands. I don't drink them, <laughs> but it's like this, you know, the the French vanilla and the hazelnut and all of that. Like just the it's coffee mate. Co- thank you. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of the word coffee mate coffee. So typically, or they go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or something. Those coffees have anywhere between 300 and 700 calories in them. That's literally breakfast. And people are like, well, I'm never hungry for breakfast. I'm like, maybe it's because you're drinking your calories. And then you're missing out on all this nutrition that's in the place of food. Like if you're having eggs or even just an egg sandwich and there's still protein in there and there's B vitamins and all this stuff. But if you're just drinking milk and sugar, if, if it's even real milk, you're just completely missing out, and you're just starting your day with your blood sugar high, and you're on this blood roller coaster all day. Plus, there's additives that cause things like bloating and weight gain, which none of us want or need. Mm-hmm. So, we want to make some swaps that are really easy. I love coffee, I've tried giving it up, I never give it up. I know you don't drink it,
1: <laughs> but you have your I replacement can't. as well. I c- yeah, you can. I can't drink it, I, I literally can't drink it. But also, the one thing that I haven't heard you touch on is the amount of sugar that people oh, are ingesting gosh. and you what, can- like. I really want you to ask yourself, what is it that makes you love your coffee? Like, do you just love your coffee because it's good, rich, like really good, high quality coffee and you're not putting anything in it? Or do you like the sugar and the cream? Like, what is it that you love? That's a great question.
0: And that's actually, I would, I'm ready to move on to swaps.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. My
0: number one is invest in better coffee. Do not do folders. Or even Starbucks. <laughs> you need to invest so in high quality coffee here in Phoenix. We have a ton of local roasters and you can go try out the different ones and find one that you like, and then buy it off of the shelf. I have mine delivered to me from a shop in Chandler. I don't live in Chandler anymore. I live all the way in the North Valley. So I have them mail me my coffee once a month and it's mm-hmm. $20 a bag and it is worth every penny. Cause I can drink it straight and yep. it's delicious. I add oat milk for fun. Like, cause I have a, an espresso machine, so it's fun, but I don't do it every day. It's more like a weekend treat, but my coffee tastes good. I like the warmth and the taste and the flavor of it as is. If you're one of those that really does like you like coffee, cause it gives you a perk, not necessarily cause you like it. A great swap are, are those flavored collagen peptides, the collagen powders. Um, mm-hmm. you got me started on those when you, uh, made me an espresso at home and we did the chocolate. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. You guys, it's so sweet. And then another one is MCT oil. If you are one of those that like, I don't eat breakfast. Okay. I just don't do it. Marion, you can't make me adding MCT oil. Cause then you're getting medium chain fatty acids, which are extremely therapeutic to your nervous system and your brain. So it's brain food, which is really important. And then when you're ready to eat, then you can, you know, focus on your nutrition then.
1: Yeah. And you know, what I really want you to stop and look at is, okay, let's dissect your normal cup of coffee. Where are you at on this spectrum of making it more nutritious? Do you know, have you even looked at the ingredients in your creamer? Do you realize how many highly processed oils are in that creamer? Like look at the ingredients. It might say milk and then it will say oil. It's always either first or second. And it's like, what I'm drinking oil. So look at that. And then also look at the sugars that are in it. You see this thing that says sugar-free on the front, but do you know what all those synthetic sugars are that are in your coffee? And, and I dare you to Google that synthetic, the name of that synthetic sugar and look at what are the side effects of it? Marion, what are some of the side effects from fake sugars? I actually have that down
0: below. So let me scroll on my notes. All right, here we go. So artificial sweeteners, Okay. They make you more hungry. So you drink them thinking, Oh, I'm saving on calories, but you're actually going to eat more throughout the day because your body's like, Hey, where are the calories? And then they start getting hungry because they're not getting them. It, uh, actually stimulates fat storage and weight gain. So if you're trying to lose weight, artificial sweeteners are doing the exact opposite of your goal. They destroy the beneficial bacteria in your intestinal tract. That makes all your nutrients and neurotransmitters, your dopamine, all these things that are really important for your health. It also can actually—it's been found to decrease your red blood cells, and it actually inf- affects your fertility, and it can co- has been linked to miscarriages. So if you're having fertility issues, you got to dump them like yesterday. Go through, get rid yeah. of everything. They also can cause bloating, cramping, migraines, vertigo, blurred vision, rashes. So if you get like flushing on your skin, or you have those chicken skin on the back of your arms, that can completely be linked to artificial sweeteners. It's it's super bad news.
1: It's super bad news and you know what? Like no harm, no foul. That's why we're doing this podcast episode. Like if you're the one that has a lot of synthetic stuff in your coffee creamers, it's really important to look at what is a very pure swap that you can make. So, Marion's given you some really good examples. She had mentioned collagen peptides. And what that is, is it's just like a protein powder that we use that we put in our coffee that has a whole cacao chocolate flavoring in it. Cacao is just raw chocolate. And so, we're getting protein in our coffee and we're getting chocolate. If that doesn't float your fancy, maybe you can get a little organic chocolate syrup. Because if you go to Starbucks, guess what? They're not using organic at all. And the amount of who knows what is in their chocolate syrup and how much they put in there is not controllable. And so I found myself for a good season wanting... Caramel in my coffee, and I'm like Chelsea. Why don't you just go down and buy really, really high quality caramel and give yourself a treat at home every now and then instead of going and buying this synthetic caramel syrup that's pumped in like water in your coffee when you run through Starbucks? A, you're going to save yourself so much money, and you are truly making it more nutritious. So these are the things that we want you to look at. Here's my three swaps that I like to do to make my coffee, even though I don't really drink it. I have an extreme sensitivity to caffeine. Like it's, it's not my endocrine system cannot handle it at all. I get major panic attacks and heart palpitations like it affects my digestive system. It's no go. We learned that the hard way for a very long time. And I still try and force that every now and then. And everyone's like, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> Cause it feels so good. I feel like I could take on the world, but so I choose to do decaf all the way. I'm always doing decaf. You ever see me drink in a, in anything, that looks like it should be caffeinated, it's definitely decaf. So I choose to do that, and that helps me. That might not be something your body needs. I'm not saying that caffeine is bad, but if you are addicted to the caffeine and it is your source of energy, I definitely would suggest swapping out some of your caffeinated coffees throughout the day to a decaf. And again, like Marian had said, if you get a high quality coffee, And depending on the way that it has been decaffeinated, I get a really high quality decaffeinated bean that's been done locally and it tastes amazing. Blaine can't even tell the difference. So, and he's like, coffee snob. Okay. Here's my second one is I love coffee alternatives. There's one called Ticino and um, it's actually a tea. There's a bunch of different kinds. There's like a dandelion tea that you can actually put in your espresso machine and you can make little espressos and they have some different flavors. So I love that. And then my last one is using homemade milks or a milk alternative without fillers. And then i also put collagen powder on there as a bonus because it really does make it rich and creamy blaine uses that from time to time instead of his whole half and half whatever he uses creamer he will use the collagen peptides and it really does make it creamy okay let's talk about smoothies and juicing because this is one of my favorites now if you don't ever drink smoothies or juices Listen up. It might be something you want to add in if done the right way. But if you are one that's drinking juice or even feeding your children juice and smoothies, I want you to pay attention to this one because it's real good. So let's yeah. have out it, Mary. <laughs>
0: So smoothies and juices, they, they are great. They can be a really great source of nutrition. I love them. You love them. I also love juicing. I was in, I did it on my own for a really long time. And then I kind of got tired of the cleanup. So now if I want one, <laughs> I go and buy one from a, a shop. If they're done wrong, all you're doing is getting a big sugar high. There are smoothies out there, especially if you go to like Jamba juice or something, they have like between 60 and hundred grams of sugar in them. It's ridiculous. I don't care how natural the sugar is when it comes from fruit. That much sugar at once will cause a blood sugar spike and crash. And it negates the health benefits of the antioxidants and the flavonoids and all that other good stuff that you have in fruit. So, if you're going to do a smoothie, you want to make sure that it's not a sugar rich smoothie. I also really hate those smoothies in a plastic bottle. Like, I don't care what they're made with. They have preservatives in them and they're all sugar. They use apple Mm -hmm. juice and all these things that it's just, Mm -hmm. it's sugar in a bottle that's marketed as healthy and it's absolutely not. So if you're going to make it, make it yourself or go to a shop that makes them, but just know that they're, they're even from a shop, they have to make them taste good. They have to sell them. Most people don't like healthy flavored foods. And so they have to make things that taste good. It's best if you make it yourself. The other thing I want to touch on are those protein smoothies also in the bottles gross. They are not <laughs> the most bioavailable form of protein. They are big causes of GI distress. Like I'm talking constipation, bloating, gas, burping, all those things. Cause it's so hard to digest. They're not great forms of protein at all. They're also full of added sweeteners, whether they're artificial zero calorie, real sugars, preservatives, and just crap. And protein drinks are designed to make you gain weight. So if you're trying to gain weight, there's, there's other ways to do it, but if you're trying to lose weight, this is not the way to go at Mm -hmm. all. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is my meal replacement. It's so easy. And I'm like, you're just hurting your health goals all the way. Yeah.
1: I think there's, you know, a very strategic way to use smoothies in your diet to maintain or even to lose weight for sure, but it's not going to be by going out and grabbing the way protein shake in a bottle that you can throw in your fridge and open up and drink every morning. And I remember just to give you guys a little kind of intro into how I became the smoothie addict that I am, I went through um after when I became a single mom, I had gone through a really hard season in my life for about five years and was in basic like survival mode. And when I came out of it, my body started to destruct itself internally. And I had a major, major bout with, um, just a a digestive autoimmune issue, irritable bowel syndrome and leaky gut, all that kind of stuff, right? Whatever name you want to call it, it was all happening. And I just started doing this smoothie recipe because I needed to get a lot of L-glutamine in me. I was adding L-glutamine into my life. This is not medical advice. It was just my story. Um, And so I started on this smoothie thing and I ended up with a recipe that I totally loved. And it has been seven years of me having that smoothie almost every single morning of my life. Like truly, I think about three months ago I had stopped for just, maybe it was like a year ago. I had stopped for like, I don't know, six, eight weeks. And I was like, I have to get back to this. So I'm such a huge advocate of this smoothie. And it truly is my breakfast every morning, but I've literally gone through with a fine tooth comb. I know how many calories it is. I make sure that it's not nutrient deficient. And so I've done the work to make that smoothie an actual meal replacement for me. And when I was pregnant, I knew what I needed to do to add in more calories, to add in more fats, to make sure that I was nourishing myself and my baby through that smoothie to still keep my autoimmune issues and my bowels where it needed to be. So smoothies really can be super nourishing. They really can be. And it's a great way to be able to get vegetables into your life and into your child's life, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But what Marion's trying to say is that you can't just take the smoothie at face value and expect it to be healthy. There's even brands in the whole food industry, like naked juices. And they also have smoothies and bottle house that when you look at the back of it, the sugar content is huge. And so you just have to be really, really careful that if you are going to have one of these, that it's a treat, like you're, you're consuming it as your sugar content for the day, unless you know that it's balanced and that it's not just a sugar based smoothie. So Let's talk about this from a home perspective, right? We've talked about what to avoid when you're out in the stores. And even if you go to like Jamba Juice is a big one and Smoothie King, right? My husband loves Smoothie King and we have a Nectar here. Uh, Nectar has some pretty good options, but even when I'm there, I have to be really careful when I go into these stores and the base for most of them is apple juice, frozen blueberries, frozen strawberries, frozen bananas. And it's like... These things are just full of sugar. So what should we be looking for when we're making our smoothies at home and our juices at home, Marian?
0: Yeah. Um, that was an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so really real food is best, right? Uh, I'm going to share with you kind of an outline of what a healthy smoothie looks like. And we're going to talk, it's like, a half a serving of a banana or a half a cup of diced fruit. We're going to add uh, a vegetable in there. Typically I like to do leafy greens, but i S I've seen things like people putting in cauliflower or carrots mm. or butternut squash that have been frozen. Cause they um, blend it really well. And they hide, you want to have a source of protein in there, what that protein looks like can vary. There are some really clean bioavailable protein powders out there um, typically they're available through naturopathic doctors or, um, like things like iHerb, iHerb, I I H E R Things like that, where there's like medical grade protein powders. So mm-hmm. you're actually absorbing the amino acids that are in there. And they're not going to cause as much GI distress. If any, you want to make sure that there is a serving of a healthy fat. People are so scared of fat, but fat is where we get um, vitamins A, D, E, and K. Those support our skin. Those support our immune system. Those support our bone health. Those help keep our arteries soft and flexible. We need healthy fats. So things like avocado or a full fat canned coconut milk, things like that. I know people put flax oil in them. I don't like the texture of that so much, but I know people who really do. You can add and just nuts like and nut, seeds. nut butters. Yeah, yes, nut, nut, butters, nut, nut butters. Yeah, nut butters are fantastic. And then as Chelsea said, she, you can hide powders in there. So if you need to do like a probiotic powder, there's multivitamin powders for people who can't, uh, take vitamins. Also, if you're not one of those that are really into fruits and vegetables and you're like, okay, I really need to get those in there are fruit and vegetable powders that you can get and you look at the ingredients. Cause a lot of them have artificial sweeteners and stuff in there. You want a pure fruit and vegetable powder, put a scoop of that in your smoothie then the, once you it's in, then you start craving them. So if you're like, this is like gross fruit and vegetable powder all the way, and then you start getting used to it. And then that's how you can make a
1: smoothie, a meal that's actually nourishing. at home. Yeah. And you can, you can start this out. Like I have 100% backed off the sweeteners. Mine used to have to be sweet. Cause I was used to going to Jamba juice, right? It was used to a fruit smoothie. So if you're at home and you're like, Oh, I'm making smoothies. <laughs> this is so great. And you're starting with a juice base. You can swap with water or a very, very clean milk. If you do dairy in your house, then make sure it's an organic milk and you can also get a full fat milk, right? So you're getting a little bit more of those fats in there. And then if you're not, if you're, if you're not doing any vegetables at all, I'll just go with my favorite swaps right now. And then you can go okay. with your three K. So, um, You can add spinach. It's nearly tasteless. Like truly, yes, it's going to turn your smoothie green. So if your kids are allergic to the color green, like most children are (laughs) just make sure that the cup is a solid color. They can't see through it. And the straw is not see-through. This is a great way to start your kids on getting, and even yourself, if you're going to get tripped up by it, like close that bad boy up. Don't even look at it. I promise you, you won't even taste it. Blaine swears. He can like taste it from a mile away. And now, now after six years, he's like, will will you add a little bit of that spinach into my smoothie when you make it? I'm like, sure. will. handful, 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 <laughs> pack it in there. But my girls ask for it now, you know, I want a green smoothie, but it took us time to get there. And so you can go to Costco, you can get a massive bag of spinach or like a box. Right. And then you can freeze it. And then I just crack a chunk off and I throw it in my smoothie and it's amazing. So I already talked about my smoothie and what I love, but this is these, this is my favorite swap is just to like, it's not really a swap. It's just my favorite smoothie. My favorite smoothie is a a nut milk base. And then I do peanut butter a banana and a chocolate protein. And then I add in adaptogens, mushrooms, and grasses. That's my powder that I add in. And I put cacao nibs in there and spinach and ice. That's my smoothie recipe, the end. And then lastly, when it comes to juices, I love juicing. My mom juices almost every day of her life, like straight up vegetables. And I think like a squeeze of lemon and some herbs. Um, she juices all the time. And again, I too would agree that I just Don't make the time for that in this season of my life. And so I have found an incredible vegetable juice at Costco that I use very sparingly. I probably get four to six ounces of that, maybe a day or every other day, because it does have a high sugar content. But I love that it is truly just fresh pressed celery juice, a bunch of herbs, dark leafy greens. And I like it. Like I crave it. I want to drink it every single day. So, Marion, what are your swaps? Um, Well, real food is best. So if you're not into smoothies,
0: then just eat real food. Um, I already shared my smoothie recipe with you. And then I'm on the same board as Chelsea. I buy vegetable juices from Costco. Um, Sometimes I find them at other stores, but they're vegetable based. And then they have a little bit of maybe lemon or grapefruit in them. And when I'm craving them, that's what I want. I would say I have it maybe once or twice a month not very often but they are extremely nourishing and so if you're going to do juices you're, you you want to maybe try going to a juicing place like I mean the whole foods bar and just start trying them and see how green you can go you might be surprised depending on if they put ginger or lemon or something like that that's not an apple base and how good it actually does taste
1: yeah and just be careful of this too like if you're feeding your kids juice boxes every day see if you can swap this out for something that sugar content in there really truly does affect their blood sugars the same as a soda would so just be aware and cognizant of what juice really does vegetable juices are always best and it's okay at first, if you pair it with a little bit of apple juice, cause they're used to that taste. But the point is, is one small step in the direction of beginning to nourish yourself and nourish your children is what we're trying to teach you with this episode. All right, let's move on to teas. Now, not everybody drinks tea. And so that's why we're talking about this because tea can be very nourishing. And if you already are drinking tea, what are some of the pitfalls and some of the things that they need to look out for Marion? Yeah. So I went to college in the South. It's
0: all about <laughs> sweet tea
1: because it's
0: so bitter. And then you go, I go to places like, you know, you go to Starbucks and things and you see that they put like artificial sweeteners in their teas and, or real sweeteners in their teas. And you're like, why? Well, it's because they're bitter. And then we also talked about the microplastics, those tea bags that you buy mm-hmm. They're That's like the biggest source of plastics in America, in the, in American culture, we, we like things easy. And so every time you brew tea in these plastic bags, you're consuming all these microplastics and they're getting in your body and you can't get them out. Mm-hmm. And then if you just stick to black and green teas, you're missing out on benefits of all the type of teas out there. So if you mm-hmm. are a tea drinker, it's time to branch out. Matcha is not the only one either. There are literally <laughs> probably 50, 60 different herbs out there that you can take that can help with things like you know, they support heart health. They support digestive health. They can support hormone health. Adaptogenic herbs—they're adaptogenic herbs that you make into herbal tea. Mike. and I'll—I'm going to go into what that is. Um, I guess I'll just switch. Go to my sw- favorite swaps right now. I love Rasa. It's R A S A, and it's a coffee replacement, but it's adaptogenic teas, and they have all sorts of flavors. They have a cocoa one. And, uh, I love the original It has like a nutty vanilla flavor. And so I'm supporting my hormone health. I'm in a season of life where I've gone through a really stressful situation and now I'm out of it and my body's crashing. And, and so these adaptogenic herbs are supporting my stress response. So if you're in the middle of a stressful situation, you can take advantage of herbal teas in that way. Also er, get a, a tea. What are those called? A tea infuser. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of fun ones. There's like little dinosaurs
1: and like people sticking out of your cup and things like that. Yeah. And you just, you know, it's like the, the It's the replacement for the tea bag, right? It's yes, a reusable tea bag, basically. Yes,
0: it's a reusable tea bag. And then I love kombucha, which is a fermented mm-hmm. tea. And sugar is used to make ding, it, ding, but, it but it it feeds the bacteria in there. And so you're getting all this nutrition these nutrients, these good bugs that help you digest and grow neurotransmitter or promote. Neurotransmitters and all this stuff. So I love kombucha. And if you're not, if you try it and you're like, oh, Marion and Chelsea, no, there's a thing called probiotic water. <laughs> My son cannot stand kombucha and he got food poisoning. And I bought him a bunch of probiotic water and it's bubbly. And he was able to drink that. And he's like, oh, that tastes good. So something like that can be used. And then straight up water, like drink water.
1: Yeah. If you're not into tea, Like, and here's the other, like one of my Favorite ways to make a tea is just hot lemon water. Like mm-hmm. if you make really, really hot water and you put an orange slice in there, it's like the best taste in the world. But I will literally squeeze an entire half of a lemon. And it's citrus season here in Arizona. Arizona is known for five seasons. I don't know if you guys know this, but citrus is one of them. We grow so much citrus in Arizona, and so it's like everyone, my chiropractor, my mom, the people at church, everyone's like trying to give me citrus, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's the season for hot lemon water. And sometimes I do that to replace my tea. So I guess I'm taking over now and telling you my favorites and my swaps (laughs) that should be one of them, but that's just like a bonus, I guess. Here's the other thing. One of my favorite ways to get tea into my body is by drinking medicinal teas. One of the things that you need to look out for is the amount of chemicals. So there's a lot of pesticides put on plants and teas can have a lot of pesticides in them. So you want to get a high quality tea If you're at like this top tier and you're a tea drinker and you're doing it and you're doing it well, and it's not super sugared right now, I want you to look at, okay, like look into the company that you're getting your tea from most of the time, loose leaf is going to be a little bit more pricey, but you're not going to have to use as much of it because the flavor is so much more powerful. Um, and you just want to get a better quality tea, like we talked about in coffee too, but I like to do medicinal teas. And what this means is it's actually targeted to healing certain parts of your body that are having ailments. There's some for stress. There's some for sore throats. There's some for, Literally any for everything, your digestive system. If you're nursing and you want to increase your milk supply, there's tea to help that, right? There's all kinds of medicinal teas for literally anything if you're constipated. Like I think it's called. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It has like I a like, really I see funny the box. Name. I know I, see I can the see box. the box too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, okay. And then obviously I put kombucha in mine too, because you guys know that I'm like crazy about this. But you do have to be careful to not have kombucha all the time because it is sugared. Right. And so a little bit of kombucha every day is great, but a full bottle, I would say is probably a little too. I want to
0: add to that. It is probiotic rich. And if you're drinking it all the time, you can actually get too much of one strain. So it's again, like too much of a good thing. It is Mm -hmm. a medicinal form basically it's a, it's a medicine. It's, it's something that you want to drink a little bit of, but you don't want to use it as a swap, as a replacement for water replacement for soda. It's a medicinal. So it's one of those things you can add in.
1: Yeah. And even though like, you know, I consider it my treat now because it does have a sweet flavor to it and it's bubbly. Right. I love, I, I love having that as like my midday pick me up. Um, but it kind of like Marian said, falls into that medicinal slash tea slash a little maybe perk of caffeine perk of energy, which I could have put kombucha in a lot of these categories, except for the coffee one. Um, but it, it's one of my favorite swaps to give myself something to drink that gives flavor, which actually segues us right into our last topic, which is flavored drinks. And you guys just know that Marion has a ton of information on her website. So you can get that in the show notes. And she's also going to um, tell you guys more about where she, you guys can find her at the end of this episode. And make sure you tune in tomorrow because we're going to dive into this goodness for everything when it comes down to what you're putting into your mouth and, and also what you're feeding your kids. But all right, let's talk about flavored drinks.
0: Yeah. So everybody loves a good sparkling water. It's yep. come out within probably the last like six to nine months. It's been hit really heavy is that most sparkling waters have what are called PFAAs, which is stands for a really scientific term pre and polyfluoracal substances. They're a group of man-made chemicals that have been used in the 1940s um, for food packaging and stain-resistant fabrics. Um, they're really bad news. They're forever chemicals. Our bodies cannot break them down. And they've been linked to health problems such as low birth weight in babies, cancer, and thyroid disruption, which 20 million people in America are dealing with thyroid issues. Like it and it's so common in women. And it could be related to this. So I know as much as you love your LaCroix, like it is like a once in a while thing. It's not something that you should be drinking in place of water all day, every day, because you're actually yeah. doing it's bad news. The other thing I want to talk about are sports drinks like Gatorade and Powerade. I know they taste good. <laughs> I know that, you know, like they're, they're getting electrolytes, but they're full of artificial food coloring. And this is really bad news, not just for you, but for your kids. Um, yeah. food coloring has been linked to, um, hyperactivity in children. So there can be like the most even kill kids. You give them food coloring and they're bouncing off the walls. If your kid can't focus and you know, you've had them assess for ADD and they don't have it and all these things, but they're just like, they're focused. Like they just go through these random spouts of being like devil children, where they're just like tornadoes <laughs> through the house. It can be linked to, to food. coloring. Yeah. I had a friend who, whose daughter was fine. And then she would have red 40 and she would literally start like throwing furniture and go absolutely insane. And we were like, what is going on? And I was like, let's try taking out food coloring and boom, took it out. She went to a birthday party, like three months later, it had red, red dye on the cake. She went absolutely insane. It's legit. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. food coloring is bad news, but it's also been linked to like cancer, birth defects, like seasonal allergies. Like if you're having allergic reactions and you need to take allergy medicine every day can totally be linked to food coloring. So if you're drinking Gatorade or Powerade every day, it's like not good news. Um, yeah, but I already talked about the hyperactivity and the behavior problems that it can be linked to. And then the last category are those little flavor packets, those little squeezy tubes, those little packets you rip open and pour in. I'm thinking of things like Neo and crystal light. I know those are super popular. Again, they have those artificial, they have artificial food coloring and they have artificial sweeteners. And then when we've talked about like just how bad they are for you, they're not doing you any favors. Sure. They may make you drink more water or whatever, but that's not the way to go. They are not water replacements. As Chelsea said, no sugar, no
1: caffeine, no carbonation. Mm-hmm.
0: So what do you do instead? Time for well,
1: swaps. <laughs> what are your favorites? And then, cause a lot of your favorites are my favorites too, but I do have a couple to add.
0: Yeah. So again, probiotic water, kombucha, like if you want something bubbly, that this is the category for that. If you're, if you like have to have your bubbly every day, take one of these instead. I love like salt packets. LMNT is my favorite because it's the cleanest and it like, it doesn't have anything artificial in it or just straight up coconut water, coconut water, not the biggest fan of the texture. So I'll <laughs> use it in my smoothies as a base, or I will, this is where like I get, this is where I will do like a carbonated coconut water. I haven't seen that it has the PFAs in it, but it's like, if I really, really, really want something bubbly, this is what I buy. Cause I can't stand the saliva texture. Love it. Some people
1: (laughs) love it. I think it's like, it feels like, it's like salty and like, I can't do it, but Blaine gets a, it is Blaine gets an espresso one that he loves. He loves it so much. It's like coconut water with espresso in it and a little bit of cream. Like that's his favorite thing to have when he's had a really hard workout or he's doing really hard training at the fire department. And so, you know, to me, I'm like, okay, that's better than you drinking a Red Bull. Let me get you that, you know? And (laughs) that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about here. Like Is this a flavor drink? Is it a coffee replacement? You know, these energy drinks are the energy drinks and soda are the first things that you can do to replace or make what you're drinking more nutritious is just by getting rid of them. And here's another way to really help you with this. I want you to sit down and I want you to pick your favorite drink that you're drinking most times of the day, especially if you are a soda drinker listening to this. I want you to look at how many grams of sugar are in it. And then I want you to measure that out into an actual little zipper bag. How many teaspoons is that? And I want you to hang it up on your refrigerator. You will be blown away at how much sugar one can of soda actually has in it, like table sugar. It is so much. Same thing with your Gatorades. Especially with these high energy flavored drinks, there's so much sugar in them. And again, if it's fake sugar, that can be causing just as much, if not even more damage. And so you want to look at what can I replace this with? How can I make this more nutritious? So for me, we use vitamin C packets. Now this is like a great first step. Do I love this option I don't love it, but I do like it a whole lot more than Gatorade. I do like it a whole lot more than Pedialyte. And it's something that my kids love. It gives them a burst of flavor and it also gives them the options to take in some vitamins and minerals whenever they're sick and they need an extra boost. And for the little ones, we dilute it down so they're not getting all of it at once. But I love that. And then here's the other thing that I'm super in love with. Do I love a good LaCroix? Absolutely. We just bought a bunch from Costco. They're in our refrigerator. I'm not like super strict with all this stuff. I used to be when I was single and I could control everything that came and went in my house. And then I realized if I was going to be like that with my kids, they were going to run off and go destroy themselves later on in the world. And my husband was going to hate me. So now we just strike a really good balance with how to make simple swaps. And so we do have LaCroix, but I know that I can control what I put in my body. And so I've actually switched over to sparkling mineral water that comes in a glass container. And I absolutely love that. So there's a local one from Sedona that I really love. And then Topo Chico, I'm really obsessed with like, super obsessed with Topo Chico. It's not flavored at all, but the minerals in it. Give it enough flavor for me that I'm like, what is this? And it's bubbly and it's fun to have as a treat. I might have that like, I don't know, one or two times a week. And it's been a really, really great swap for me. Um, and then just as far as like Marian said, this this element packet, right? Like I try and find things. And I'm always testing something new that I can put. My husband really likes the noon products in UU In. Mm-hmm. He loves those. Some of them are caffeinated, some of them have immune support in them. They look like the airborne tablets that people used to go crazy for and you drop them in your water. So there's all different kinds of things that you can try. And if you have no idea what any of this is, go hit up your local natural grocer, right? So if you have a whole foods, they're going to be the most expensive on the block, but a sprouts farmer's market or a natural grocers. And then you could just look to see whatever your town has. Yep. Anything all of else that. You want to add? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, it is really simple. You don't, there's like good, better, best, and that's kind of what we're going for. If it, and you don't have to do it all at once. If you just swap one a day, and if you pick mm-hmm. just one and focus on one a month, And just kind of write down things that, you know, that you want to try. I don't ever recommend just taking things out and not replacing them because it leaves a void. It's like a black hole that needs to be filled. It has to be something that's simple. Cause if it's not simple, it's not going to stick. And you don't also want to make everybody in your family miserable. You talk about like, you know, we want to control all of these things, but it's good, better, best. And it doesn't have to always be best. Sometimes it can be, you can have an array, even in a day, it's just about, Mm -hmm slowly cleaning things up and just being aware of what you're putting in your body. Perfection is absolutely not required. Just consistency.
1: Yeah. And so it's like, you hear all these things and you're like, Oh, I have so much room for improvement. We all do at different levels. And so the point is, is like, okay, are you drinking soda? Are you getting Starbucks? Are you drinking juices? Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Which one's the first one that you can get rid of? Which one's the first one you can find a better replacement for? Can you get rid of one of them and keep all the other ones for a while. Right. And then see how that feels and then add something else new in, come over and hash it out inside of our Facebook group. We love to have these conversations.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media, or sharing the link with a friend By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com, for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www dot road to dot com backslash health dash coaching backslash. Until next time, friend, bye.